Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Both Team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRA crew here with you as we ease into another year, but we are hammered down into another racing season. Hard to believe, three weeks from Sunday, cars will be on the track. Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. We'll give you the broadcast schedule before we sign off here. On this week's show, we figured we'd do a little something different. We wanted to catch up with an MRN alum, Adam Alexander. You see him, obviously, on FS1, NASCAR on Fox. Well, Adam spent a lot of time here at the Motor Racing Network, and we've got lots of stories to share. A lot of them can't be shared until, well, the statute of limitations runs out. And, well, a lot of stories can be shared, but had a chance to visit with Adam uh, when I stopped by the MRN studios before the holiday break, working on a project that we'll disclose more. Uh, it's about the 2004 season, but uh, Adam stopped in one day and hopped in the chair, put on the headset, turned on the microphone, and we let her rip. Adam Alexander's here in studio with us. 
We're working on a project that'll roll out for the 500. Well, first of all, welcome to NASCAR Live Wide Open. Thank you. Good to be here. It's been a long time since you've spoken into a Motor Racing Network microphone, my friend. How many years has it been? Well, I don't know the last time that I did something for MRN, and, and you know, I've been in these studios a handful of times when I would fill in doing some serious XM stuff. So from time to time, I will bounce around. But the last time I spent full time with MRN Radio was 2006. How about that? Are you kidding me? Yes. Holy cow. Now you're obviously a mainstay over at NASCAR on Fox. You made that transition. Let's talk about the MRN days. When you, th- when you reflect back on your time with the Motor Racing Network, what comes to mind? I just remember how in awe I was of the operation because I grew up as a play-by-play guy doing local radio and you know throughout Indiana, Western Kentucky, and I felt like I had a good understanding of what it took to be good at sports on the radio. And then I came to MRN and I auditioned as a pit reporter is what I, I thought I was going to do. And they said, "Hey, would would you you know mind doing a little booth work while you're here?" And I said, "Or, or turn work while you're here." I said, "Sure." So I, I remember I was at St. Louis, and I went out to the turn with Joe Moore, and I watched him work, and I was listening, and I was just I mean I was dumbfounded at the ability to hand the ball off to one another without any kind of cue. And so then I started working with MRN on a regular basis, but I was still doing some play-by-play at home. And I will never forget that Mitch Holtis, who's the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, he would do some TV work for a lot of the games that I would do radio for. And I would see him from time to time on the trail around the Missouri Valley Conference. And any time I would see him, voice of the Chiefs, right? He would say... He's a big deal. He he is really good at what he does. Some would say he is the best in the NFL right now as a play-by-play guy. He would always call me turn three. He never called me Adam. He always called me turn three, even though at that time I was a pit reporter, not a turn announcer. (laughs) And, And he would say to me, I just don't understand how you guys hand the ball off. There's no producer in your ear. And I'm like, no, it's all voice inflection and just the understanding and chemistry of how it works. And he's like, that's amazing to me. And I'm like, man, that's how they do it. And we would have the same conversation every time I ran into him. And the reaction that he had validated the reaction that I had when I came on the scene. And that just is, I, I, I marveled at the ability to hand the ball off and how clean it always was. That is the number one question I get. Like, how, do you know when, how do you know when to talk? Like, is there lights flashing? Is there somebody in your ear? Is there something vibrating or whatever? I'm like, and they seem so let down when they hear it's just voice inflection. And, and that coupled with... Working with people long enough to know that when the cars get to a certain point in the racetrack, the announcer before you is going to end the thought and not begin another one, right? And it's just that they think it's something elaborate, and it's not. But I think it's working with the people that we've worked with for so long. You get used to styles and cadences and drop points and all that stuff that it really is so deflating for these folks when they find out, no, it's just our voices. I I would say, too, though, I mean, you mentioned the chemistry uh, and understanding the cadence, and those are all true things for sure. But there's also this tremendous sense of respect within the MRN fraternity of if I'm calling what's happening in turns three and four and there's an accident in turn one or there's a big moment and you jump in and call trouble, I know you've got the ball. Regardless of how important what I'm saying I believe is, I know that that trouble call trumps everything. And 
To me, what made all of that okay is that the greatest voice at MRN is Barney Hall. Mm -hmm. He's a legend. He was the one that led us. He taught us. And Barney had such a humble approach. And because of his approach and his way of doing things, no matter how talented you were when you came in, no matter how big your ego was when you came in, you understood this is a team effort. And MRN is not going to be MRN if we don't all work together. And that bar was set at such a great place that the approach is what it is today because of the foundation that he laid. And to me, that is also a key component of making that all work on on a race day. There is 1,000%. I agree with you 1,000%. Barney, did you ever get pulled behind the truck? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got it more than one time. (laughs) I got the conversations in the car. I got the conversations out behind the truck. And, you know, that told me. Because, you know, sometimes those conversations were pretty good, actually. Be like, boy, you did a good job out there today. But then when you get pulled out behind the truck, son, we need to talk. And that man, he cared. If you got pulled out and called out, I took that as, now at the time, it was not comfortable. Because, oh, my God, you got Barney Hall yelling at you. You got, you know, him, him upset at you. But he cared enough about the network. But he also cared enough about you. And he cared enough to take me off to the side to help me. At the time, it was very uncomfortable. But looking back on it, he cared enough about all those things, including the individual that he was talking to, that, son, let me help you. Now, I got news for you. You ain't going to last long if you do that anymore. I mean, he was very upfront. And, and at the end of the day, the message was delivered and it was received. Because you know that when Barney got done with the end, if he had something on his mind, you were going to definitely know about it. And I hear so much of that approach today you know and and this is 20 years later since you know almost 20 years since i have been doing races with mrn radio and i will hear the races on a sunday afternoon now and i hear so much of what he brought to the table and everybody else Mm -hmm. and he you know he was so good at being a quiet leader and I, I don't know that I've ever seen a broadcaster that was as quiet as he was that carried the command and respect that he did. And it was fun to watch. And And Barney set the bar to a very high place in that today we're here to talk about the cars. We're not here for people to hear us talk. And and he made it about the event, and I've always admired and respected that and, and do my best to try to follow in those footsteps in whatever I'm doing. Tell the people what's going on on the racetrack. You tell the people what's going on in the pits. You can't have a bad broadcast. And that was that step. Very simple. Mm-hmm. Those two bullet points. Do this, do this, boom. Now, we're talking about and having this conversation and something popped into my head that I will never forget to this very day. And I remember it very well. You and I were working the booth together for the season opener at Daytona for the Xfinity Series. Remember that? Yep, yep. We're on the air. I'm sitting on the right. You're sitting on the left. And we had a guest come in the booth. We'll have guests come in and they'll... they'll like sponsors or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was in the middle of a commercial break. And the sponsor... You know where I'm going with this, don't I you? I think I do. I think I do. This is when we had we had a producer down and 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 tripped and fell and all this and we both lose it on the air let me tell you the story so we got this i don't remember who the sponsor individual was standing in between adam again adam's to my left i'm on adam's right and we got the guest in the middle we got the producer behind us we're in the middle of a commercial break for those who don't know peek behind the curtain when it's time to go to commercial they will hand you a card do the what's called network which is a network spot that MRN plays. 
And then we'll come back and we'll do, you know, from Daytona International Speedway, this is the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. That's another card for that. Well, we were in the middle of the card transition. Well, the guest jumps up. The producer's name was Chris Simeon at the time. And Chris goes to re- to give the card. Who is he handing the card to? You or I, me? I don't, I don't remember. I feel like it was you, but I don't totally remember that. He gets halfway into the card reach, loses his balance, falls to the ground, gives the card <laughs> off. I think it was me. And 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 he then pres- he coils himself around the legs and feet of the guest. And I go to queue for commercial and I look at you. You are crying. <laughs> I hate you so much for this. <laughs> crying, laughing, and I then get crying, laughing. I can't get to break. I don't know what year that was, but if we can ever find that, that was Radio Gold. That was one of my best memories working with you from a memory like that. Well, I, I got to tell you a funny story, and it wasn't an MRN thing, but you must have prepared me for what I was getting to, getting ready to, to go through in the future because I don't know what year it was, but I was doing a truck race with Michael Waltrip and Phil Parsons. And we're coming up, you know, late in the race. We got a commercial coming. And I say to the producer, I, I got to do a restroom run. And Michael says, me too. So we get to commercial and Michael and I both leave. We hustle back into the booth. We're at Texas. Hustle back into the booth. I get my headset on and, and get the clip on my collar, right? Michael gets the headset on. He doesn't get the clip on his collar. And so he's talking and he steps on the cable that's attached to the headset. And his headset flies off. And Michael, as his headset flies off, he catches it and puts it back on his head and never missed a beat. If you're listening at home, you might have missed a word and a half. As soon as you look down at the remote, audio's back, you're fine. Never thought a thing about it if you're at home. But to witness this in the booth, I look over at him and I'm doing the same thing I was with you that day. So we got a sponsor read now that we got to get in. Hit me with the whatever move of the race the producer says in my ear. And I'm I'm just losing it. Producer has no idea. He says it again. So at this point, Michael and Phil are looking at me. Now they've looked away. They're like, we got to help him gather himself. Shaking I, oh, probably yes, from laughing I mean, so hard. Anyway, eventually we got there. I'm like, and that's the you know, like, because I was, oh, it was, it was something. So I, I, I would say you helped me get through that. See, what a lot of you don't know, when you watch Adam on NASCAR on Fox, especially on Saturday or in Race Hub, Adam's buttoned up, very reserved, very professional. But what a lot of you don't know is Adam was the class clown when he was at MRN. And if there was something getting stirred up on the truck, more times than not, you were in the middle of it. Danielle was in the middle of it. Joe was in the middle of it. Sometimes I was in the middle of it. But you were always the one that laughed. That la- All I needed to hear was that laugh, and I was done. I was just absolutely done. You created so much joy on that truck, but you also created so much hell all at the same time. Well, I will tell you, Fantastic. top five things in my life when it comes to laughter probably revolved around Joe Moore. I oh. mean, I, there, I almost had to have surgery two or three times I laughed so hard with Joe. And it was, I, you know, there was a time, I don't know if you remember this, but we were kind of partnered with Kyle Petty on the charity ride. Mm-hmm. And we would help facilitate some of the different things that went around that. Uh, and so one year, David Hyatt, who was the president at the time, had come to me and said, hey, I, I would like you to go to Anaheim after qualifying today and do the MC the press conference with Kyle Petty and the charity ride. And I said, okay. And he said, 
They're going to take a helicopter down there, and you need to meet Kyle at such and such place after qualifying, and you'll fly to Anaheim on the helicopter and do the deal. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I've never done anything like this, right? big shot. I know. I mean, whatever. So the last thing I want is anybody on the crew to hear that I'm leaving and getting on a helicopter and flying to Anaheim. I don't want anyone to know. Well, as it turned out, Barney, I think, didn't make the trip that weekend to California, and I or it wasn't there on Friday, and I had to fill in in the booth for qualifying, which was which is a rare, very rare thing. I never did that, but this particular day on for qualifying, I was going to be in the booth with Joe Moore on a Friday in Fontana. Well, that day we're having our meeting or whatever. We're in the in the trailer, and David says, "You all good after qualifying today?" And I'm like, "Yep." And I don't want anybody to know. Well, it gets out. What's happening? I'm going to get on a helicopter and fly to Anaheim. Joe Moore, honest Scott, as if I'm not nervous enough doing cup qualifying for the first time on MRN Radio, Joe Moore comes on the air and says, Good afternoon, everybody. It's time for qualifying for the cup cars here in Fontana, California. I'm Joe Moore. I'm with Adam Alexander, who will be leaving the track today in a helicopter and flying down to Anaheim. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. That's how he came on the air. So there's a little that insight. That is so Joe. Yeah, there's a little so insight Joe. as how things were behind the scenes. We had a lot of fun back in we those days. We still fun. do have a lot of fun, but yeah. when you were part, when, when you were on the crew, that's when uh, when things were at a higher realm, <laughs> a higher notch on the fun meter. There you go. You miss us? You miss? I do absolutely. And I I, I got to tell you, I I've been incredibly blessed and fortunate to do what I do and to go some great places and be a part of some neat things on the TV side. And I couldn't say enough about. The way, you know, Speed and now Fox has treated me as, as I've made the move to TV. But, you know, none of that would be possible if it weren't for the time that I spent at MRN Radio. And when I think back, I, I don't think about all the times that we were on air, although those were great. I think about all the stuff that we just talked about, the behind the scenes, in the trailer, at Come dinner. On, go! You can't help him. <laughs> That's right. That's there, a behind-the-scenes yeah, story. There, there are a few others we can't share on the podcast today. Might be arrested in certain states of the country. Uh, but, yeah, man, I miss it. And and it's so great when we get the chance to reminisce and run into one another. That's for sure. Whenever I see you on, uh, on TV, which, by the way, you do a spectacular job. I mean, I love you on Race Hub. I love you. When you do the Xfinity Series stuff, and 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 I marvel, I'm, I marvel. It takes a talented broadcaster to be able to work with the rotisserie of guest analysts that you work with. Every single week, you almost have somebody different, somebody new. By the way, will that continue in twenty four? Yeah, I will. Yeah, we're doing it again next year. Yeah, and and you you always seem to maximize whoever's in the booth. You know, Logano's a natural. Harvick was a natural. You know, you had Kurt Busch up there. Ryan Blaney, to me, is just great. hysterical. Yep. What does he like to work with behind the scenes? He's awesome. You know what? I, I, you talk about some of the moments we've had, and I know the one the one thing I always got was, oh, we just can't ever really tell when Adam's serious or not. You know, he's so sarcastic. We don't really know when he's, when he's serious or if he's, you know, making something up. Ryan's kind of that way, right? Mm-hmm. Ryan is, is very low-key, but he'll throw a zinger in there, a lot like his dad was. Dave was that oh, way. Awesome. And so, yeah, Ryan Ryan is a real pleasure to have in the booth for sure. Well, you do a great job with that. I, I take pride in I know the radio Adam, and I know the TV Adam, and a lot of the folks out there don't know radio Adam and, and how you got your start here 
um, at MRN, and you've maximized it. You've had a great career. Love watching you. You do a fantastic job, and I always love it when you kind of come back over and visit with us a little bit. Even at the racetrack in the hall, you know, behind the tower. Or right, yeah. Coming here to the studio, whatever like that. It's, uh, it brings back a lot of memories, some fun, some fun memories from back in those days. No doubt, no doubt. And this was great to reminisce and Someday we could fill an hour or two telling these stories, and it would never get old. We could make a series out of this. <laughs> yes, Are you kidding me? That's awesome. Tell Audra and everybody I said, hey. I'll do it. Thank you, Mike. Always a good time catching up with our good friend Adam Alexander. What a talented broadcaster, great friend, and uh, always a pleasure when we have time to sit down with Adam. We talked about the opening of the racing season. Indeed, our first race three weeks from Sunday. That would be the Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum. That's Sunday, February 4th, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. But NASCAR Hall of Fame induction. That will be our next broadcast. That will come your way next week from Uptown Charlotte at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Matter of fact, a week from tomorrow, Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Motor Racing Network will be on the air, and we will induct Jimmy Johnson, Chad Knauss, and Donnie Allison as this 14th class of the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Folks, that's all the time we have for you for this week. Don't forget, NASCAR Live Tuesday night at 7. We're back here one week from today, next Thursday, with another download of NASCAR Live Wide Open. For producer Trey and the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. We'll talk to you then. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Wheelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers and warning systems for the automotive, aviation and mass notification industries worldwide. Wheelan products are designed, sourced and manufactured in America and tested on site to meet the toughest industry standards. Wheelan Engineering, manufactured in America for over 70 years. We never left and we're here to stay. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. From outdoor care to home and auto repair, do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com.